Welcome back to Only Fools Talking Spurs with me, your host, Tell. You can find me on Twitter at TellTHFC or you can find our Twitter account at OFTSpurs. Today on the podcast, we are going to be previewing our London derby on Sunday against West Ham. With me today, we have got Sean. How are you, mate? Hello, mate. You're I'm very well, pal. Thank you. On to uh, this weekend's game. Are you excited right now? Is it a good time to be a West Ham fan? Yeah, I am excited. Uh, we've got a couple of hard games to come. Uh, I think we've got Tottenham, Man City and Liverpool, I think. I think it's Liverpool or Arsenal. Uh, but the fact that we've won two on the bounce uh, is really positive. When You could say that we've definitely had the hardest opening fixtures of any Premier League club. Uh, but with Antonio scoring the way he's scoring, um, we've got... You know, I'm, I'm not... I'm not... I think I think the, the sound of Dawson would, is a uh, probably a, what's the word? Uh, people going to agree, people going to disagree. But I'm honest, uh, I think that's not a bad sub centre back. You know, he, I saw him at Watford, and he definitely was their best centre back. Uh, he's done some good. He has some good performances, and I definitely I would prefer him uh, over no one. Uh, that's for sure. Mm. He's got some Premier League experience. And you know what you're going to get with him, you know. Um, and also with the, I don't know if we're, if we're even going to get side Ben Rahima. Um, to be honest, it it sounded like it was uh, getting quite complicated if we were to get him through the door. You got, we got another, you got another 40 minutes apparently. Yeah. An extended two-hour window. I think you will. Yeah. Yeah, I think we'll get him as well. And yeah, with them two coming, and I do think we needed a striker, but. Uh, I feel like it's definitely the most excited game I've been to for a while. I've not been to, but I'm going to be watching for a while. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, with uh, our last time we played you was during lockdown, wasn't it? And yeah. it, was, was it 2-0, I think? We wasn't playing very well. I remember Kane scored the second and then Suchek own goal, wasn't it? Yeah, okay. At, yeah. That was first stadium. And then the game before that was actually Mourinho's first game as Spurs manager. Is it? Okay. And we, we went. We were throwing up at Olympic Stadium, and then. Three two, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Yeah, and Tony got one late on, I think, and then I think he got both actually. You might. Yeah. But yeah, it's gonna be an interesting game. I feel, I feel it's a good time to have. Well, not a good time for Tottenham fans, but it's a good time for West Ham to have the international break. As yeah. obviously Tottenham, if we played Man United last week and beat them six one, then come straight to this game, I think we'll be on hot form but you know there's probably a few knocks and a few little injuries we'll have to talk about and so yeah it's like a blank slate for us again and uh, there's a few selection problems which is good for Mourinho I mean we're going to talk about Bale of course and how how do you feel about Gareth Bale coming back to the Prem are you excited? Very excited very excited um, it's like for me Bale was like Ronaldo he was like he's like a Messi yeah, he was had those stage. He had that time when the way he was playing was just just ridiculous. And it really feels like you know it's, just, it's giving me the same feeling as if Ronaldo came back to Man United. And yeah. I really feel like he's it's a massive lift to Tottenham fans. It's a massive lift to the Premier League because Bao went missing when he was at Real Madrid for what, at least a few years. He wasn't enjoying his football, and it's a shame with someone who's such a unique talent. It's just sitting on the bench, and the fact that he's coming to the Premier League, he's got so much to prove. You know, Tottenham, Tottenham really do need him. You know, last year wasn't a great year for you guys, and for Monis, the year before you went to the Champions League final, 
and it really felt like you were going to become, you know, like a uh, next next year you were going to like challenge for the Premier League. And the fact that you finished so poorly and got nowhere near, uh, yeah. it just says how much you need Gareth Bale. But and it's amazing that you know a lot of teams, you know, like Man United, for example, like they probably need Sancho. They probably need. I don't know, another player of that quality and, you know, it shows how hard it is for them to get him because how much he costs and the fact you got Bale for, I don't know how much, but nowhere near that amount of money, you know, it's a real, it's a real gift to be fair. Uh, I think you're lucky to get him because if I was Man United, I think I would have liked Gareth Bale my squad. Yeah, uh, 100%. So it really, you need to make the most of this opportunity, but as long as he can stay fit and as long as he can you know, uh, get on a good run because you know, you know better than I do. Gareth Bale's injury record is not, it's not great. Of course, I do expect him to pick up injuries along the way, but um, but I feel like we've got quite a big squad. We've got you know Lucas Bergvine, Lamella, got Vinicius, Son, got Delhi. So I don't a bit, a bit similar to Craig Dawson. I don't expect Craig Dawson to play 38 games this season, and I don't expect Bale to play every game. So I think we've got a big enough squad to rotate him, play Bale in the big games when needed. You know? Yeah. So, do you expect do you expect Bale to start against shoes on Sunday? Um, I think starting would be an optimistic um the fact that he is most likely gonna play it does it does it does make you feel like maybe you should get bring him on in for half an hour in yeah. the second so, you know, because so, if he comes on fit and every West Ham players have had 60 minutes under their belt, you know, he's going to be a real danger. You know, and that could be an opportunity for him to maybe nick a goal, get some positive minutes under his belt and then get his confidence up and then next game start him, you know. Um, that could be a, a better a better, a better thing to do. Uh, but what about Craig Dawson? I know you wasn't very happy with um, Craig Dawson signing. What do you think of him as a signer for West Ham? Yeah, it's funny. It's like I'm, you're talking as a Spurs fan, I'm talking as a West Ham fan. Yeah. Um, Craig Dawson, he's an experienced guy. I think he's like 36 now, and he's definitely getting on a bit. 30. He's not 30. No way, he's 30. 30. I can promise you he's 30. All right, okay, he's 30. I'll let you off a bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's, I, swear, I, I think I may think of his best mate, uh, McCauley, Grant McCauley, I think, who played yeah. with him. Played him at West Brom. But he's alright anyway. I know you wanted you guys wanted Tarkovsky, didn't you? Uh, we did. Uh, but he was too expensive. Yeah, I I mean this the whole transfer window's been alright. Um I think yeah, I think let's get let's, we're gonna talk about West Ham form to start with, but let's get straight into the transfer window then. We've mentioned Bale, we've mentioned Bar- Ben Rama. But uh yeah, the transfer window's been a bit of a mess, especially with the coronavirus. We don't really know if there is money there for Premier League clubs like is our clubs able to spend or not? We've seen Man United panic buy and get Cavani and Tellez yeah. big wages. I'm not sure about the fees. I mean, Ben uh, Cavani was a free transfer. Tellez was like 15 million, which wasn't that bad, was it? Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, we don't really know what the money's like. Bale was a, a loan fee, and yeah, so it wasn't actually a big. I think big money involved, but not that big and scale of the player. Um, no. I think for West Ham, I think the best bit of business you guys done was keeping Declan Rice. I, yeah. I that was about him staying. What do you think? Are you happy Rice has stayed? See, I'm happy with him staying. He's our best player. He's yeah. the most consistent player, and he's only getting better. Um, the fact that we installed him 
this season, if he continues to um, do what he's doing and even improve, you know, next year we'll be able to get a better fee for him. I have accepted that we will have to, we, we will lose him at some point. Mm. Uh, that's just the way it's going to happen. And we just really want to make sure we get as much, as much money for him as possible. Uh, I'll be pretty disappointed with any if any amount less than 60 million, if I'm honest. Um, yeah, no, I think maybe that's why, because of the coronavirus, that he has stayed. Yeah, exactly. Because clubs won't really want to spend that amount on him. And he probably won't want that for West Ham. And it's not like he's 26, you know. He's only, what, 22? Yeah. You know, he'll definitely get another year at West Ham, if not even two years, and leave when he's 24. And, and hopefully after then, he'll be able to really... Excel, but no, I'm definitely happy that Declan Rice has stayed. Um, although I feel like Chelsea, I feel like Chelsea don't really need him to be honest. If you like, I don't know what clubs really do need him. You know, like Arsenal's got party now, yeah. And apart from that, I'm not too sure what City clubs got. Rodri, yeah. So you got Rodri, Manchester United. We've got like Matic and they've got like McTominay and they've got Fred. You know, they're not really looking to spend more money in there. They've got Van de Beek, don't they, as well? Van de Beek, yeah. It's, I feel like Chelsea have got Kante, Jorginho, like, and also Chelsea had had like that huge spending spree. I don't think they're really going to spend 60 million on Declan Rice. Yeah. And uh, yeah, without Declan Rice, you know, I would I, I'd struggle to see our club's identity, to be honest with you. You know, yeah. I feel like Mark Noble is is well and truly someone who is not going to be our main man anymore. Declan Rice is kind of his replacement, and I do think Mark Noble does have a, a key a key key role to play in the team, but definitely not the role that Declan Rice is playing because Noble isn't good enough. You know, Declan Rice is. It's a bit like Tottenham putting all their like faith on Harry Winks. It's just not enough yeah, for a club exactly. like Tottenham, you know. But, uh, um, so we've spoke about Rice we've covered Ben Rama uh, there's still time for Ben Rama deal to be done you've got about just over half hour so he's currently half six but uh, I'd say the deal's going to be done another player you didn't end up signing was Josh King we did mention this uh, off air but uh, yeah how do you feel about Josh King not signing for West Ham um, mixed feelings really I felt like he'd have been a good player for us I feel like he would have made us stronger. You know, he's not a player like Simone Zaza, who's got no Premier League experience. A lot of experience, and he scored goals in the Premier League. And he would have been great for us. However, I feel like he would have been our third striker, maybe second striker. But I do think that after spending over £42 million on Haller, or Haller, you know, he's in his second season and he's been scoring a few goals recently. I think we are in... We are in the chance to, to, to try and see if he's able to recreate the form that he performed in the German league. Um, therefore, Josh King will be uh, on the wings or uh, or on the bench. And as a first-choice striker, it just feels like he would have been too expensive uh, when only, when you're considering he's 28, when you're considering he's got one year left in his contract. It just feels like it's not... He isn't really what his deal isn't that good, uh, but I do think we did need a striker. To be honest with you, um, like for a third choice, because look at Man City. Man City got Aguero. Man City got Jesus. You know when they're both injured, you know who they got. You know totally they're, they're, yeah, the Man City comparison. Yeah, I really feel they are going to struggle if they them two get. We saw it in the Champions League last season. Um, oh, who did they play? Was it Leon? No, yeah. Arsenal in the FA Cup and. 
they just had Kevin De Bruyne crossing it to Jesus. And yeah. he's not a great header of the ball unless the ball's bang on, the money. And I do yeah. think Man City do struggle without Aguero. And, oh, uh, Man City have looked the, the shadow of the team they used to be. Mm. I don't think Man City are going to get anywhere this year, from honest with you. I think Biaz is could potentially struggle. Yeah. Could be another fucking, what's his name? Man, is it Man, Mangala? Yeah, Mangala, yeah. Portuguese, you know, just struggle. Uh, I just feel like they have kind of, I think the board have assumed that Guardiola is this god of a manager and they've not kind of, they've not kind of looked after the future. They've kind of relied on Guardiola to just to perform his magic and not really believe that through hard work they can keep their club going. They just have slacked off and thought that, oh, they've got Guardiola now. That's it. We're just going to win all the time. And, yeah. You know, it's not going to work like that. Football changes too quick. Yeah, exactly. So we we mentioned Ben Rama, Josh King, Tarkovsky, Dawson. Uh, you've signed the right back. Was it Kufal? Yeah, he had a great debut. He really yeah. did. Uh, he looks like a Zabaleta, to be honest with you, like a hard-working right back. Um, he's not the quickest, but he, if anything, to if he continues to play like his debut, then we've we made a good signing. But obviously, debuts, you know, they're not they're not always representative of how the player is going to perform the whole season, just like. Di Maria at Manchester United, uh, but we definitely needed a right back. Um, uh, and, you? Is that it? Uh, and Ben Johnson and Ben Johnson isn't good enough really to for the Premier League. And Fredericks is really injury prone, and yeah. I wouldn't even say it's good enough anyway. So I do believe that uh, hopefully Kufal can really hit the ground running and continue where he left off in the last game because he played very well, you know, against Just Wolves. Th- you expect him to start over Fredericks on Sunday? Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely. I would like to think so. We need, uh, we need, I think Fredericks is not good enough, um, a not good enough defender. What Kufal did was defend really well against Wolves mm. and um, Wolves have got good wingers and he defended really well against them. And I think if we put on, put on Bow, the only, I think the only thing that Fredericks does have against um, um, Kufal is that he's faster. Mm. But I do we should start with Kufal just to see how he gets on. And if he's getting outpaced, then maybe bring Fredericks on to match the pace of these players. Uh, but, yeah, I'm really excited, to be honest with you. Yeah. How does uh, Kufal play? Is he a kind of right-back that would sit back? Or does he... Yeah, it's a he plays yeah. as a... Exactly. He wouldn't, over... he wouldn't overlap like a Kyle Walker used to do. No, but Zabaleta used to overlap, though. Like back in his day, like Zabaleta was one of the best right backs in the world. Yeah. You know, like they would, he wasn't the fastest, but he still overlaps. You know, he still got balls in. Kufal yeah. does like that. Kufal does have fitness, um, but he is more of a defensive minded right back and he is slower than, say, Carl Walker by quite a distance. But um, he's definitely, he, when I'm watching him defending, he, he can defend really well. Defensive minded, yeah. Yeah, we're forgetting the importance of how. How important the defending is towards the right back and left back the positions, you know, and that is that is a massive massive role. Because when you look at your left hand side, you've got like uh, Masuaku, yeah, a loose chicken, and he running yeah, for. He is, yeah, he's uh, he's not great at the defensive, that's for sure. Uh, for most of you, I, I felt like we could have done with another left back. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Creswell and Masuaku on the left, but um, I think with Ben Rama now here. 
I don't know if we really are going to play both of them together. And it seems like the only the only way they can work is if they're both playing together because Creswell's a better defender than Masuaku. Well, Creswell, yeah, yeah, but he's not much of a, a, an attacking left back, whereas Masuaku's a good attacking left back. So I'm not too sure how they're going to change things with Ben Rama coming in. Got some breaking news on Sky Sports. Tottenham have just signed Joe Roden from Swansea. He's got some breaking news on the podcast. Um, yeah, there's nothing else on Sky Sports tonight right now. They're currently at Celtic Park. But yeah, Tottenham finally got a centre-back. I don't think he'll be in the squad for the weekend. But uh, yeah, maybe see him in... Actually, no, I don't think he's eligible for Europa League either. But uh, yeah, we finally got our centre-back. We missed out on Skriniar. But uh, hopefully this centre-back from Swansea could do a good job. Back to the, the transfer window. So we've covered all your ins. How do you feel about um, Jack Wilshere being released? Uh, well, I'm honest. Like, I felt like we could have rather, I'd rather given him a different contract that would have been like just as you play, you know, we can get paid, you know. But I don't know whether he was really up for that. And I felt like we were just sick of having these kind of players on board. I think, unfortunately, Jack, the, the fact is, is that Jack Wilshire just doesn't have it in him anymore to play Premier League football. His ankle is just too bad. And, um, it just means, yeah, I'm 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 happy he's left. Uh, what do you think he's good enough for now? Uh, well, unfortunately, I don't know what level he is good enough because when he's fit, you know, he's good enough for the prem. If he's not fit enough for the prem, what, what what's he fit enough for? Yeah, so another player who has left the club is Felipe Anderson, who's a player you wasn't a big fan of towards the last end of last season. Are you happy he's gone? Yeah, I am happy he's gone. Uh, although I don't think we're going to get a big fee for him, if I'm honest. I think the loan we, we've loaned into Porto, and I just think Porto aren't going to. I don't a don't have the money to really spend big on him. And if I'm honest, I could see them offering maximum 15 million um, pounds for him. And I don't think West Ham really going to accept that after investing over 40 million in him. But I'm happy to see him gone. I don't think he's going to do well in the Premier League. Uh, for the West Ham anymore I think his heart's got his heart's elsewhere his confidence has just gone and um, it's a massive shame because on the ball you know he looked a great player last year um, this year he's just fell apart fell apart and he just doesn't look like he's got the fight in him and finally um, you've, you've let go of Jetty and Hugill uh, both of them didn't really get much game time but the other person that did leave your club was Dean Garner I'm not sure if I said that name right are you gutted about him going not really, if I'm honest. Uh, I don't think I, I felt like I didn't think he was going to really lift our club to another level. Uh, I felt like he was a good player and he was young, but I didn't see massive amounts of potential in him. Although I would have rather kept him and sold Philippe Anderson for 25 million because, mm. as I said, he was he's a better player than Philippe Anderson and he would have been good to have in the squad. But I'm not really gutted by him. I know club players and even Mark Noble himself was really gutted to see him leave. Yeah, I saw the tweet. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't think he's going to be anything special. Uh, he's playing for West Brom, and although yeah, he's he's played had a couple of good games. You don't see him lighting West Brom up, you know. Um, and I think Ben Rahima could potentially be a, a better player than he could be for us. Yeah. Um, anyway, should we talk about the the game then Sunday? Yeah. So, uh, as a West Ham fan, how do you feel uh, Tottenham got on this season? Yeah, 
Tottenham have got on really well. You know, it's kind of like um, you're, you're, the way your club is running is like a homeless man who's like begging for money. But in reality, <laughs> if you follow him, he's like got a mansion and like a Ferrari. Yeah. You know? like, that's kind of like how I like to describe Tottenham right now. You know, you've claimed that you've been skimped all through Bacetio's range. And then, you know, bang, you know, you just found about a hundred million pounds just like sitting there, yeah. um, which is, uh, which, yeah, it's, uh, it's good for Tottenham because I feel like Mourinho's come in and, and he's just, I feel like the, maybe Daniel Levy is for the first time in his career actually has found a manager that he believes in um, because he's clearly backing him in a way that he's never backed any other manager before in his life. Mm. And it's kind of good to see because, you know, he's the, what you're doing right now is what you have to be doing before, you know, your squad wasn't good enough. Yeah, you had Harry Kane and Son and them two players are very loyal to Tottenham and they deserve better than the way you were invested in your club and the way your club was performing last year. And I yeah. do think that I'm excited to see your club. I just do hope that it works out better than when you sold Gareth Bale the first time and yeah. got all those got all those players in. I, I hope that Vinicius is better than the flipping Soldado. Janssen. Uh, yeah, the those two. I really hope so. Um Rente as well, hopefully. Yeah, exactly. Um and I do hope that your new player, your new centre back is a is a decent player. Uh, but yeah, no, um, you're shaping up really good this year, and you're, I just do hope your, your players do remain fit because I, I feel like Harry Kane, Son, and Gareth Bale, that is the most lethal partnership since MSN came out, you know. <laughs> and that's a really exciting partnership, and I really, I really, I would love to see you win the Premier League this year. Yeah, I would really love it just because it's just so unexpected it's just so Mourinho to do like you know what he's like he he in reality we always felt like this was his last big job in mm. top top club football I think if he would have underperformed then he would have probably gone to the likes of like I don't know I don't know maybe he wouldn't maybe he would never come to the Premier League or maybe we'd have felt like his time was up but if he wins the Premier League you know it really put him back into the levels into the league that he got up to when he was managing Chelsea and managing Porto. Um, so it just for for all, and I'd love Gareth Bale to, to score 25 goals this year. I'd love to see <laughs> what he's going to do this year. Like He's definitely the most exciting player to come to the Premier League since, I can't remember who, probably ever. I've never been yeah, you more excited. About, and then like Werner, Ziyech, uh, Kabat. Yeah. Yeah, um, I am. I am because um, obviously with them three players, they've never gone. They've never been at the Prem before, you mm. know. Therefore, they could easily flop because we've seen multiple players who have been great in other leagues not come in and not come in Premier League and, and not done well. Uh, whereas Gareth Bale, you know, he's come to the Premier League and he's ripped it up. He's tore it up, and yeah, he left Real Madrid and he's gone off the ball a bit, and he's got a lot to prove. He's come back to the club who made him. And therefore, you know, I feel like we all have a right, right to be excited and to expect big things from him and to be disappointed if he doesn't doesn't do it as well. And he's 31, you know, so he's still got some time, he's still got some years ahead of him. I think just being football fans, I know uh, we're both human, some fans, but it's always nice to see 
human son and Gareth Bale smiling. I mean, they just oh, look yeah. like don't they? Like, Definitely. Exciting as a football fan to see Bale back in the Prem. But I'm just, guess you're hoping he don't score on Sunday. Yeah, no, obviously. Like, I'm happy that, I'm happy that I want to, I, I want to, I just want a good game. I want West Ham to continue to play well. Obviously, I want the West Ham win. Uh, but if I'm honest, I want to, I want Tottenham to play well as well. I want, I want, I want it to be a good game. And I just, I do, I am a sort of a, probably a secret Spurs fan this year, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I definitely want Spurs to play. To yeah, I, I would like Spurs to win the league this year, if I'm honest. Yeah. Um, um, sure. So you'd say, I think it goes without saying. You think our main threats going to Sunday are Son, Kane, Bale. What do you think your main threat is? Do you, would you say it's Bowen, Antonio, or? Yeah, Bowen and Antonio. They're our biggest threats um, going forwards. I think Declan Rice is going to have to have a great game. I think to to battle um, to, for to, to to block out Song, we're going to rely on either Kufal or yeah Creswell to have a great game. To be honest, uh, I definitely think Song should really play on the right and target Creswell. Yeah. I think I've, I think Creswell, maybe even Kufal because he's a new player, but um, I think I think Song definitely has the, the, the speed, the the technique that's better than any of our right or left backs. Uh, but I, I would like to, you know, I, I like Ogbonna. Uh I like Ogbonna and I don't know if Craig Dawson's going to start, but we're going to have to rely on them to not playing very well, to be honest with you. <laughs> uh, with the team news, it's been confirmed that Issa Diop and Ryan Fredericks are both fit for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I do rate Diop. I feel he's quite still quite raw, but I could definitely see potential in him. You know, he's quite yeah, a player. Yeah. Got a good leap on him. He's better than Sacco, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Top team news. La Celso's injured for us. Uh, okay. Tang- Tanganga's still injured. Dyer's a doubt. Uh, he got injured with England. Um, Bell's fit, but not guaranteed to start. And mm-hmm. Mourinho's already confirmed that Harry Kane is starting. So oh, really? Okay. It's good, oh. good for you. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh... So, um, yeah, well, how would you feel uh, West Ham are going to line up? Is it... Fabianski in goal, or am I missing? Yeah, Fabianski in goal. Um, I think I, I would be surprised if we put Fredericks on the right back position, just yeah. because Fredericks has more pace and Kufal's brand new to the Premier League. Uh, yeah. Therefore, I think that we're trying to protect Kufal's confidence. He's had a great game for Wolves, and therefore maybe we should kind of give Fredericks the opportunity to um, see how he can perform against the quicker opposition. Um, because quick wingers can really tear you apart if you've got right back who's or left back who's just not got a lot of pace. Um, yeah. And and I won't be surprised we put Masawaku left back, uh, but then I, I don't think Ben Rahman's going to be able to start for us because he's hopefully going to be signed just recently. Uh, I would put Diop centre back because I, I, I agree with you. I think he's got potential. Yeah. Uh, I do think last year he didn't have a great season. But I'm hoping that this season he really comes into his own and becomes maybe potentially could be one of the best young centre backs of this year. You know, I do think he's got it in him to to be up there. He's big clubs already. He's linked with he's been linked with Tottenham and Chelsea, United, the Yeah, yeah, he is. He does look good. Like he looks, yeah, like a much better version of Sacco. But there are similarities with how he's well, how he plays football. Um, he plays a bit like a spider, as uh, as Sacco used to play. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I actually like Ogbonna. 
I actually think he's played done really well for us last season. I say he's been our best centre back last season, and I, um, I actually believe that he's probably our best centre back at the moment. Uh, I do think the up and up one. Is it uh-huh. is it a five at the back on Sunday with Creswell at the up? Or? Maybe, maybe because I think the way we're playing, we play Creswell and Masawaku as well. Yeah. Um, we play maybe play Diop, uh, um, play Diop. Um, maybe we might play Balbuena. I think Balbuena had a good game last game. Yeah, you know, Balbuena might be might be starting, but I do think a Diop. I think to be honest, I don't think Diop's fit again. Is he fit again? Yeah, he's fit. Yeah, he's got confirmed. Yeah, maybe he'll play, or maybe maybe we'll start with Bon and Balbuena just because of how they played last game. Yeah. Uh, uh, maybe even Chuck Dawson on the starting role as well, just to see how he performs and. I think Dawson definitely has uh, definitely has quality in him. Just uh, six backs, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Shaking with Declan Rice, obviously, I'll be our, be our main man, centre of the CDM, uh, with Suchek next to him. And Suchek, yeah, just. Big fan of Suchek. Massive fan of Suchek. He was definitely being. He just looks like a. I'm trying to figure who he plays like. Um, he's just. Oh, I'm trying to. Who, who's Suchek play like? You know I mean, maybe like a bit of a Matic when he was sixth. For the first season for Chelsea or someone like yeah. very composed on the ball. Football, Matic. Like he knows yeah. how, he knows how to move about a bit, you know. He could yeah. play a player. Oh, it's yeah, really hard to compare him. I've c I can not think of anyone off the top of my head who he's like. Um Yeah, no, I really do Seven. rate him. Yeah, I do as well. Um, and then left mid, well, I think we'll have Masawaki maybe playing left mid or be the left wing back sort of position. Uh, then, well, who else? There we go. Oh, we've got um, four nils. Four nils had a great game last game. Took me by surprise, if I'm honest. Great first I, touch, wasn't it? No, that was a brilliant first touch. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to see him, you know, see him come into his own this season because last season he wasn't there. And uh, although some players do need a season to get into the Premier League, and hopefully he's one of them, because you know he when you look at him on the ball, he does look like he's at, he's got ability. And what, what, um, would he start? Yeah, I put him starting. You know the way he played against Wolves was was pretty good. It's like that, that was a brilliant first touch, and he was clearly he got an amazing assist. Uh, he also got to bring Bowen on as well. Bowen's just ripping oh, yeah. it apart, yeah. isn't he? Like he just looks like he's got a lot of quality in him, and like he he just looks a great signing for us, if I'm honest. Um, and I love that he's English as well. It kind of makes it more more of a likability factor. And yeah, we've looked at Jared Bowen a few times, but um, I don't know why we didn't go for him. I think it was just a bit much for a Championship player. Yeah, he was a bit much for Championship player. I feel like with Ben Rama because he's foreign. I feel like you get away with it a bit, spending a bit more on a foreign player. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. But yeah, I'm but yeah, I'm ex- really am excited to see what Ben Rama can do. Um, I am happy he won't be playing the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah but as a Spurs fan, I'm worried about Bowen. I'm worried about Antonio. I feel like yeah. every time West Ham Tottenham play, I think you can guarantee a Kane and Antonio goal. You know, yeah, it's yeah. Like before you even kick off. True. I'm just although like I do believe Antonio should start, and he has been playing so well. I, I, the reason why I believe I wanted another striker was because I do feel like Antonio, uh, he, he, I don't know, like I feel like he's he's not, I feel like he's in this very very amazing spell right now. But I wouldn't be surprised if it does fall out off and yeah. he starts not playing as well as he used to because he has done that in the past. 
Um, and I'm worried that he's got the goals are going to dry up, and then we rely on Haller, and Haller is a massive doubt this season on well he's, if he's going to be able to produce or whether he's just going to do what he did last year and not do well. And that's why I was I was strong. Season. He scored a couple. He has. He definitely has. Now. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we lost against Everton. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, but it's fine. I I just feel like this year we need to really focus on the Premier League. But yeah, that'll be my starting lineup. Um, Yeah, so it'll be four nils. It'll be sort of. I'm trying to think of the. How are we going to play? Be five, two, two, one. Is that how it goes? Five, two, two. Is that ten? Yeah, that's how it's going to be. With Fabianski in goal. Yeah. Um, my top no lineup, I think Loris in goal. I'm a big fan of Aurier lately. I think he's had a good start to the season. You know? Yeah. Uh, I'll probably go Aurier, Alderweireld. Centre back's a problem because Dyer's injured and Sanchez apparently was away with Colombia, so he's only just got back. But uh-huh. Alderweireld, Sanchez, Rejion, love Rejion. I think he's quality. Yeah. Um, midfield, it'll be a three of Hoiberg and Donvelle. Sissoko, it's quite boss, it's quite boss that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then up front, it picks itself really. I think it, I think yeah. that will start Bow Sunkey. Because we've still got pace on the bench with Bergwijn, Lucas, and, yeah. and then Delhi, Vinicius. So quite a nice looking bench. Good squad, it's good squad yeah. you got. Which, where, do you, where do you rate your squad in your history of Tottenham? It's up there now. It's up Is there. It, yeah. I think. I think it's the best I've seen. I don't know what Gareth Bale we are going to get, but yeah, very true. Still up because it's made it like with just by Bale signing, it's made Son and Kane like just turn it on, you know. Definitely, I've as well. No, I'm very excited, and I feel well. I think we're a Champions League team in a, in a right. league competition, so I think we should go far, get to at least the semi final in the Europa League, you know. Mm. I'm excited for this, especially with no fans, like. Going yeah. to foreign countries, which would be like they'd have loads of fireworks and you know all mm. these ultras and racist fans. But when there's actually no fans in there, we should just go in there win three four nil. You know, but yeah, you should think. We watched Maccabee Haifa game where we won seven two at home. Yeah, we weren't even celebrating when we got the fifth and sixth. We're like, oh, <laughs> never go. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, you'd think in when in, in the Europa League, you know, you're no fans. You know, I think that's probably the the scariest part. And about when you're a team that like, is, say, for example, in Eastern Europe, you know, they're not very good. But when they have a very austere and very what's the word like intimidating yeah. stadium, it does spook you out and it it does sort of unsettle you as a as a team. You know, but where, where, whereas in the Europa League with these teams, you really should be walking it, really, because you've got none of that about. Yeah. No quality really shine through. Um, like Tottenham's fan base is nowhere near austere and nowhere near as intimidating as, say, bloody Sparta Prague would be, you know? So yeah. you'd think you'd be able to. But, um, yeah, no, I am, I, I'm definitely excited for Spurs, um, which is really good because I feel like... <laughs> Man United, I, I just have no sort of hope this year, if I'm honest. I, yeah. I, just, I just don't know if they're going to do well this year. I think Man United and Spurs are like sort of polar opposites in what I'm expecting and hoping for this year. Yeah, like I've said it before, like if Man United still would be a club, they'd be going for human son Harry Kane right now. Yeah. Like 100 million. 
and you accept it but now we're just like nah you're right <laughs> yeah exactly Kane would have gone a long time ago but I feel like Kane's just a very loyal player for you he's not a money hungry kind of guy no but like he loves his home comforts that's what I'm getting yeah. at yeah, I feel like Kane, Kane isn't like Bow or his mate. I, don't, I guess Bow's not really like that, but like he isn't like Ronaldo, where I feel like he's really sort of wanting to to win. Or I think I, I think his love for Tottenham and his love for home comforts and his loyalty is over, is more important to him than winning trophies and winning Ballon d'Ors and stuff. You know, yeah. which is a good. Uh, right, one good. thing before we go, then, or two more things. I want your score prediction for Sunday. And then okay. I want your uh, prediction of where West Ham going to finish this season. Okay. All right. I'd say I'd like to think a 3-2 win West Ham. I'm not going to bet on Tottenham winning because yeah. I'm a West Ham fan and I don't want that to happen. Uh, but I should, yeah, it's 3-2 West Ham. Mm. And where are you going to finish this season? Oh, I'd love to finish. If we can finish in the top 10, I'd be very happy. Uh, I'd love to finish seventh. I, I'll... I'll say seventh because, you know, I'm not. I'm, I want to be optimistic and I want us to have a good season and where potentially we could kick on and be, you know, be a real like a team that gets in the top eight all every year. Uh, I don't yeah. want to be a team that like is in the bottom half, you know, and focuses on not getting relegated. Uh, but I do. I'm excited on where we are right now. But I do hope that Antonio proves me wrong and can maintain this this form that he's on. Because I always felt like Antonio was a great player up front, but he, his finishing ability was poor. Um, but anyway, I think that, that wraps it up. Anything else you want to cover? Okay. West Ham Spurs, transfers? Uh, spoke about a lot. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I've, I, 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 would, I did hope that West Ham could get another striker in. Uh, but at the same time, I'm not too sure really who's available at the moment. To be honest, um, Josh King is too expensive, but um, yeah, it would have been a. I would have liked a striker, but overall, uh, I feel like West Ham's transfer window hasn't been as bad as it was when our window closed on the Premier League transfers. I feel like getting Dawson and Ben Rahima in, they're going to be um, improve our squad overall. Yeah. And let's hope Ben Rahima performs like Dimitri Payet did at West Ham. You know, because he, ability, yeah. Yeah, he clearly has ability, um, although it's just hard to see when you're comparing him at championship football. But uh, let's hope he lights it up because it would be great to see him. And he's 25 now, so he's not he's not 21. Mm. Uh, so in reality, the player we're getting is the player who's going to remain. So I, like, I think this season will hopefully, you know, hopefully, hopefully he'll be able to perform. Anyway, guys, that's going to wrap it up for today's podcast. Thank you, Sean, for joining no me. No worries. That's enough pint you owe me, mate. Did you enjoy it? Cheers, pal. Yeah, I loved it, mate. It's good. You know, it's good. I'm about to get a COVID test after yeah. now. A yeah. <laughs> couple of Skype viruses on Skype. <laughs> anyway, guys, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week where hopefully we'll be talking about Spurs beating West Ham. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week for next week's episode.